0: Today is June 4th, and this is the 67th episode of the MMA Mike podcast. The UFC was off for a week, so I therefore took a week off as well. We did last have Cody Garbrandt versus Rob Font. I will get into that event after I give the preview of Rosenstrike versus Sakai, which is the fight night for this weekend. And this is a tough fight in the heavyweight division. Uh, you know Sakai's last outing, he got stopped by Alistair Overeem. Uh, Jarzinyo Rosenstrike, you know, is on a little bit of a poor performance with his last fight. Um, and you know, when you look at this heavyweight division, obviously you have the new champion in Francis Ngannou and Stipe Miocic. At, you know, ranked number one, Derek Lewis seems to be next in line for the heavyweight title fight. Uh, Cyril Ghan just beat Jorzenio Rosenstrike. uh, Curtis Blades just lost to Derek Lewis. And, uh, you know, John Jones is in the mix too. I think, you know, maybe by next year he will be fighting again, hopefully. But, um, you know, nevertheless, we have a lot of stuff going on in the heavyweight division. And certainly this fight is important for Rosenstrike to get back on track uh, to get a win and also if Sakai wants to climb these rankings you know he's going to as well the the good thing for Sakai is in his last fight there was obviously a hole in his game which was the ground game but we know Jarzinho Rosenstrike isn't going to take it there Jarzinho is a kickboxer so it's going to be a standing fight and hopefully it's it's entertaining um I don't see any size uh disadvantage for Strike, You know, in his last fight against Gon, Gon had the reach and he was a little bit faster and I think it worried Jairzinho. Uh And it was a five-round fight, so he has had that experience uh, of going the full, full distance uh, and getting, you know, to the decision by the judges for five rounds. Um, I think Jarzinho just with the kickboxing, he's going to be able to, to put some work on Sakai with some kicks uh Sakai is is a boxer in my opinion and uh I think Jorginho should be able to get this win I think it's a good bounce back win for him and uh you know I can't see Jorginho Rosenstrike taking another loss so um I'm going to pick Rosenstrike It's going to be a tough fight. It's going to be a good fight. Sakai is a very good striker. I just think that, you know, the versatility by Jarzinho Rosenstrike might be a little bit much for Sakai. We will see. Um, I think Sakai is going to try and put it on him. You know, he saw how Rosenstrike fought Gone, and I think he may try and, uh, you know, pressure Rosenstrike and put pressure on him. But obviously, Rosenstrike has, you know, one punch knockout power. Sakai does as well, but. Um I just think the versatility from Rosenstreich should be able to get it done. We shall see. In the co-main event, we also have another heavyweight bout between Walt Harris and Mason Tibera. Tibera has been very impressive uh in his last couple of fights. I mean, you know, he's 21 and 6. He has a lot a lot of experience. Walt Harris is 13 and 9. You know, has been shaky in his last couple fights. But if you look at uh, Marcin Tibera, you know, he beat Greg Hardy. He stopped Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy, you know, not a super well-accomplished heavyweight, but also a very dangerous one. Uh, He beat Ben Rothwell. And, you know, those were his last two wins, you know. And then you look at Walt Harris and you look at, you know, okay, well, the guy has lost a couple of his, you know, last fights. He's looking to get back on track. Um, he's lost his last two against Alistair Overeem and Alexander Volkov. Now, those two guys are not anyone to be ashamed to lose to. I mean, they're very, very good. Um, so this is a tough fight, you know. Tibera is the favorite, although I, I, I'm gonna go with the underdog and Walt Harris here. I think he gets back on track and gets a win. Uh, I think he lands, you know. And I will say the one thing about him is that, um, in his last two, two. Bouts he has landed. You know, it's not like he just got finished fast. He he showed some good things, uh, and he looks to be in better shape, and his cardio looks to be up. So I'm gonna go with Walt Harris in the co-main event. In the middleweight division, we have Roman delizze versus star Starpolio or Starpoli. I'm gonna go with Deliz. I think he's very good. He's the favorite for a reason, and I think he should get it done. Santiago Ponzinibbio is back, coming off of a loss. I think he should be able to get the win over Miguel Bieza in the welterweight division. Although Bieza is undefeated, ten and zero, and very tough, I think Ponzinibbio, you know, maybe got that rust out of him in his last fight, and he's back, and he's obviously very good. If he does lose, though, I think he maybe he's just a little bit washed up, and maybe should you know stop. But uh, he's very skilled all over. Twenty eight and four. He has some very creditable wins earlier in his career, but he's facing a tough guy in Michael B- uh, Miguel Bieza. Dusko Todorovic is back, uh, facing Gregory Rodriguez. I believe Todorovic should get the win. You know he wasn't too pleased with his last performance, um, coming off of a loss, getting finished by uh, Soriano. Obviously. Uh, Soriano had a great performance that fight, but I think Todorovic is going to come back and try and put it on Rodriguez and get a win. Tom Breeze versus Antonio Ario. You know, I'm going to go with Breeze. He's a skilled fighter, and he's a heavy favorite. And it's, you know, when a, when a fighter's you know, minus 260 or above, he really should win. And I'm, right here, I'm going to roll with the odds, not knowing too, too much about these two fighters, but I'm going to roll with the odds and go with it. And uh, just a couple quick picks for the prelims. We have um, uh, Makwan Amirakani. I think he should be able to get a win over uh, Camila Kirk. Uh, Amirakani is a good fighter. You know, losing his last bout against um, Edson Barbosa. But, you know, that's not anything to be ashamed of. Uh, I think that, you know, he should be able to... Pick up a win here. Montana De La Rosa is facing Ariana Lipsky. I'm going to go with De La Rosa. Tanner Bozer is back on the prelims facing uh, Lear Latifi. Uh, I'm going to go with Latifi here. I think he's an underdog, but he's a very dangerous underdog. Works hard. Uh, I think, you know, as an underdog, there's some value on him. And uh, Francisco Trinaldo is facing Muslim Silikov. I'm going to go with Muslim to win. And those are my prelim quick picks. Uh, You know, after this event happens, I will give a recap. Um, You know, obviously some big heavyweight fights that could impact the heavyweight division. Who knows? Um, You know, maybe someone in the co-main event could end up facing someone in the, the main event, depending on what's going on, since it seems like, you know, higher up in the division is being a little bit held up. But I want to get to a recap of Font versus Garbrandt because I didn't get to it yet. Um, Rob Font won a unanimous decision over Cody Garbrandt. I wasn't able to watch this event. I was a little bit busy. Um, I saw some highlights. You know, it, it, it seemed like Garbrandt did okay in the first round. You know, he did record a takedown. He recorded three in total. Uh, but it seemed like Font was just able to outstrike Garbrandt, and Garbrandt wasn't really able to get much going. Uh, Font one hundred and seventy six significant strikes compared to Cody Garvin sixty three landed. You know he did Font did work to the head one hundred and forty five head strikes landed. Garvin only had forty five. You know it, it just Font was able to you know essentially dominate. No, I, w- I wouldn't say dominate, but he was just able to outwork Cody Garber, you know, and he won and uh credit to Rob Font. You know, I did pick Garber. I thought that he was being a little bit overlooked here. Maybe he was overlooking this fight a little bit too much. Um but we will see. We'll see what's next for Garber. I am not totally sure because this puts him in a weird spot. You know, he was looking to get a, you know, a championship fight after this. Now, you know, he might have to fight someone like a Marlon Marais or, you know, I think he now needs to defend his spot and not so much climb. Uh, He's at number five ranked bantamweight in in the world. I think he's got to fight someone below him to defend his spot and prove that, you know, he belongs in the top five and therefore he can then fight someone above him. As for Rob Font, I really think he needs to just wait because he's in a tough spot. He just beat you know, the, the the number five guy, Rob Font, is number three. The only other fight you could take in the top five would be Jose Aldo because he's the only guy who doesn't have a fight right now. Corey Sanhagen is ranked number two, who's going to fight TJ Dillashaw soon. And number one is Peter Yan, who's going to get his rematch for the belt against Aljamain Sterling. So, you know, it's, it, the division's a little tied up. If I were Rob Font, I'm not fighting anyone unless... Maybe Aldo, uh, if you know, you feel like you don't want to wait that long to get a title shot because who knows? The winner of Sanhagen and Dillashaw might end up getting, you know, the uh, title shot, and then what? Rob Font has to wait for two fights to happen. So you know, maybe Rob Font does fight Jose Aldo, or maybe someone gets a big big win and then Font has to defend his spot. We will see, but interesting fight that happened there in the co event carla esparza was able to pick up a win uh and get a finish as well in this strawweight division and for this female strawweight division you know there is a new strawweight queen she's the two-time woman strawweight queen she's back Yunus, after she defeated zhang weili and i think what's next for her is definitely a carla esparza rematch you know Rose did lose to Carla Esparza, and I think it's a fight that she would want to get back. And I think that that's the title fight to make. You know, when Rose won the belt, she said she had her eye on that fight. I think that's the fight to make for the belt. Might as well schedule it soon, you know. I think Esparza is eager to get that, that fight in the title fight. And I think Rose coming, you know, un, uninjured, unhurt out of her last fight. Why not make that, you know, match soon? Jared Vendera picked up a win over Justin Taffa. Uh, Norma du- Dumont beat Felicia Spencer by split decision. Ricardo Lamas be- beat Bill Aglio. And Jack Romanson won a unanimous decision over Edmund Shabazian. Uh, ben Rothwell picked up a win. Court McGee picked up a win. You know, I really didn't do great with the picks uh, this week now that I'm looking on it. I went about 500, but it's all right. You know, it is what it is. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch, but I will tell you this. I will be watching this fight this weekend. And we have another fight this weekend. We have Jake. Nope, not Jake. We have Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. And that is a very, very, very interesting one. You know, I'm going to get a little bit into it right now. I don't think I'll do a separate episode for it. Uh, Jake Paul is announced to fight Tyron Woodley. I will get into that much later. That fight is to p- take place late in August, I believe, the 28th of August. So I won't get into that right now. But what I will get into is Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul because it's very interesting. Um, I think Floyd, you know, I, I think there's two options here. Floyd either fucking absolutely ragdolls him absolutely ragdolls him and and gets him out very fast or just beats the fuck out of him and does whatever Floyd wants. Or Logan, with a miracle, catches him with a right hand. You know, I think it is possible. Anything's possible in the world. What's more likely, I think Floyd is just untouchable and absolutely ragdolls Paul. What this is, really, is just an entertainment show for both guys. They're both making money, both trying to get people to view it. It's really not for the sport. If anything, it's really not even a boxing match, in my opinion. These guys are just using boxing to get views. Um, Even Floyd here, you know, I I don't think really Floyd's representing boxing here. I think he's just trying to get, he's just trying to get money. And, uh, you know, I don't really hear him talking about, you know, representing boxing here and whatnot, you know, and for Paul, Paul doesn't care about what kind of boxer he is. I don't even think he cares if he wins. He just cares about entertainment and he's going to try and put on a show. And who knows? He might just go out guns blazing and try and just knock Floyd out and doesn't care about form, doesn't care about, you know, crisp technique. He might not care about anything. Might just try and think, okay, I'm bigger, I'm stronger, I might have more power and I'm going to try and catch this little fuck and put him out. Who knows? It's a little crazy. You know, we will see. I for sure will be talking about the result, obviously, uh, after this fight. But, you know, you got to think, Floyd is... For the people who really think Logan's going to go out there and, and, you know, box correctly and actually beat Floyd, that's impossible. That's impossible. Floyd is 50-0. and 0. The guy is in the gym. Even though he's 43 or however old he is and he's shorter, he's going to be faster. He He's got great movement. He's got fast strikes. You know, I saw... A training session recently uploaded. He looks sharp. That jab is going to be killing Paul. Floyd looks sharp. Now, I'm telling you, if Floyd looks horrible, then there's something wrong. Because Floyd does not look horrible in some of the videos I've seen. It's an interesting one, you know? It's a very interesting one because when we see the result, there's going to be clear evidence of what's going on here, you know? If Floyd absolutely destroys him, then we know, like, all right, these guys, they're just not on this level. Now, if Paul wins, is it like, did he really catch him? Because you know Paul ain't winning a decision over Floyd Mayweather. You know it's not happening. So if he catches him, is it like, was it legit? You know. So we're going to see. My take, my official prediction, Floyd batters him. Absolutely batters him. And I don't even think Paul cares. Paul's acting like Floyd's like the goat. What's up, champ? You know, he's acting like he's he's giving it to him already. You know? Paul Paul is going into this in a very uh you're my daddy type of way. You know, he's acting like Floyd owns him. And I think he Floyd does own him because Floyd makes all the shots, call makes all the calls. Paul's just happy he's getting this fight. Paul already lost. That's my opinion. We'll see. This fight will take place this weekend. I'm stoked. Should be good. Uh, I'll probably be watching both Fight Night and you know the the boxing match. Although the boxing match might happen after, but we'll see. Regardless, that was episode sixty-seven. A little unorthodox. Uh, this week was a little weird, especially last week with the no you know no UFC event. We're back on track. I'm home in New Jersey. I'm going to be in Florida. Should be interesting stuff. I'll be watching these events in Florida. I'm giving out too many personal details. Anyway. Thank you guys for tuning in. Catch you guys soon.